the last thing we were talking about the way the clothing of the Kohen Gadol were made and we talked about the Parochet and then we got into Agatot about the crowns of the Kelim in the Mishkan and we talked about the importance of Yerat Shamaim when learning Torah and we talked about the difference between embroidered and designed work in the Mishkan with the curtain and with that, we're starting Ayin Bet Amud Bet, four lines from the bottom at the end of the line, where it says Be'elu Nishalin Be'urim Betumim. When the Kohen Gadol is wearing all eight clothing, then they could ask the Urim Betumim. The clothing that the eight clothing that the Kohen Gadol would wear, Meshuach Milhama Meshamesh Behen. When the when Bnei Israel had to go out to war, the 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 wartime Kohen Gadol, which was a different Kohen Gadol, would wear them also. And they learned from the word Aharav, also whoever comes to serve as Kohen Gadol after him, and that remember they were Doresh. That's the Mashuach Milhamad. That's the wartime Kohen Gadol. And some say it was Kedi. Uh, it could be any rabbi or we don't know, we're not sure who. Yacholi hed benoshel meshuach milhama meshamesh tahtav. Kederach she benoshel kohen gadol meshamesh tahtav. Maybe the son of a meshuach milhama, he inherits his position the same way the kohen gadol's son inherits his position. Talmud Lomar, when it talks about the inheritance of the kohen gadol, shivat yamim el bashan a kohen tahtav mi banav asher yavo el ohel moed. What are we talking about? The eight clothing, Dafka, his children who are going to come to Al Moed. Mishira Uila Voil Al Moed. Dafka, the Kohen Gadol, that's, come, that's going to come into Ohel Moed. And the wartime Kohen Gadol is not going to go into Ohel Moed, neither is his son. Therefore, he's, it's not an inherited position. But the Gemara says, wait a second. But wait a second. The Kohen was Mashuach Al Hamaz, the wartime Kohen Gadol. He was anointed, and very possible if, let's say, there's a Yom Kippur during a war time, he would be able to go into the Beit HaMikdash with uh, the eight Kelim. So why not? He is Rawi. So the Gemara explains, Amar of Nahmar by Ishaq Hachi This is the way to be Doresh Tebraita. That talks about that Pasuk. Kol If the only reason he was anointed was to be working in the Beit HaMikdash or Al-Mu'ed, then his then the service gets inherited to his son. Yet we're not talking about the Kohen Gadol, who the main reason he was anointed to be Kohen Gadol was for war, not for the not for the oil moed, and therefore it's not an inherited position. So now the Gemara is going to ask on Rav Dimi, who said that the wartime Kohen Gadol uses eight clothing metive. The wartime Kohen Gadol doesn't wear four like a Kohen Idiot, not eight like a Kohen Gadol. So Amale Abaye Abaye explains, Elazar What are you going to make him a Zar all of a sudden? He's not he's not a Kohen period? Ela, no, what's really going on in that Braita? Kohen Gadol, they were metaken that he's not going to wear eight clothing because Mishum Eva. We don't want any animosity between the the Kohen, regular Kohen Gadol and him. Ke Kohen Hediot, we don't want him to wear for clothing. Mishum, Ma'alin Bakodesh Velomaridin, we go up and Kodesh Nago lower. So now we can have, the Gemara is going to bring a Tana that holds that the wartime Kohen Gadol doesn't wear eight clothing. Amar Le Ravada Bar Abba Le Rabba, Vehai Tana Delet Le Eva. 
there's a Tana who doesn't have this animosity between Kohanim, Veloka Meshamesh, and still he doesn't wear eight clothing. The Tanya says, Debarim Sheben Kohen Gadol Kohen Gadiot. What's the difference between a regular Kohen and Kohen Gadol? That a Kohen Gadol brings par Kohen Mashiach or par Habal Kol Mitzvot. If he did uh, if he did a mistake, did a Avera, that you haya, uh, hayav karet. Uh, if he did it on purpose, then you bring a par if he did it by mistake. Or par Yom Kippurim, Kav Yom Kippur, Vaasrit Ayfad that the Kohen Gadol brings every day um, flower. And if uh, someone in the family dies, a Kohen Gadol lo poreah doesn't have uh, long hair, doesn't have his hair shown, velo porem doesn't rip his clothing. Aval porem humelemata, but he does uh, rip at the bottom. Vaidiot milmala, but the regular coin he rips from the, the top of his cloak. Ve'en metameli krovav, and the Kohen Gadol is not metamet any of his relatives. Umtsuve ala betula, he has to marry someone who's never married before. Umuzhara ala almana, and there's an Isufran to marry an almana, a widow. Umhazir tarotzeh, and if he dies, the person who killed by mistake, he's in Arim Mikat, he gets to go free. Umakrib onen, and he can continue giving korbanot even though he's onen, someone in his family died and they weren't buried yet. Ve'eno ochel, he doesn't eat korbanot when he's in onen, and there's also a different perush uh, that uh, he doesn't give korbanot because he might eat. Ve'eno cholek, he doesn't uh, split up with the, with the kodashim because he might eat. Ve'notel chelik barosh, and he's always the one who could uh, pick first any avodah he wants. Umakriv chelik barosh, and he could give any uh, korban he wants first. They can't, uh, the people of the mishmar can't stop him. They can't say, oh, there's a lottery, there's a turn. Um shamesh bishmona kelim, and the kohen gadol wears eight clothing. And if by mistake he walked into the Beit Hamikdash, if he was tamei, he's patur. The service of Yom Kippur dafkahem. And everything we mentioned with the Kohen Gadol, the same idea as Noheg with the Kohen Gadol in the second Beit Hamikdash when there was no oil to anoint him. Except for the cow that you bring if you made a mistake with the Averot. And the same thing with the Kohen Gadol who became Pasul and had a substitute. Kohen Gadol get oil and he took over for a day. He has the same rules. He doesn't give the cow on Yom Kippur, doesn't give the Asrit all these things are not no heg with the word time Kohen Gadol except for the five things that were written in the parasha. Lo poreal doesn't have long hair. Velo porem doesn't rip his clothing. Velo mitamel koravav doesn't become tamet the relatives who died. Umtsuvale betula must marry someone who never married before. Umuzal almana not allowed to marry a widow. Umahazir tarotzeh and if uh, once he dies uh, the murderers by mistake they could go free. Kedivere biyehuda. The hachamim omrim eno mahazir. Hachamim said no. If the mashuach milhamah dies, then the people in the arimiklat do not go free. Now bottom line is. You see that this Tana holds that there's no problem with animosity between the Kohanim because he holds that uh, the backup Kohen Gadol, the substitute, wears eight clothing and still the wartime Kohen Gadol does not wear it. The Gemara pushes back. The Tana over here holds when is there no problem with animosity. If it's the same level, uh, he became Tamed, the substitute came in, took over, that's not a problem. However, Bidzutarim in a lower level Kohen, like the wartime Kohen Gadol, Itle, he's upset if he wears the eight, uh, uh, eight clothing just like him. 
and Yativ Rabbi Abhu Bekamala Lehashmatah, and Rabbi Abhu sat down and said the Sugya Mishemed Rabbi Hanan, Ahadarinu Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi, Lapai, when Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi turned their face away, that's where they were saying that Rabbi Hanan didn't say it. In Ika Damri Rabbi Hiyabarabamara, some say it was Rabbi Hiyabarabamara, stand the name of Rabbi Hanan, Vahadarinu Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi, Lapai, when Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi turned their face. Matkif Larapapa. Rabbi has a problem. Bishlama Rabbi Abahu, I understand why Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi didn't tell Rabbi Abahu straight out that Rabbi Hanan didn't say this. Mishumi Karade Bekesar, Rabbi Abahu was close to the Caesar and didn't want to get disrespectful. Ela Rabbi Hayabar Abba, Nemru Lememar, why don't they just tell him straight out that Lo Amar Rabbi Hanan that Rabbi Hanan didn't say it? Rather, you have to say it was Rabbi Abahu who said it and the reason they turned their face because he was close to the Caesar. Now, Kiatara Bin, he said that the Mashuach Milhama, the wartime Kohen Gadol, doesn't wear the eight clothing when doing the, the, the Avodah and the Bet Mikdash, rather Nishal Itmar. When they come to ask him if we should go to war, they ask the Urim Betumim, he has to wear all eight clothing. So the eight clothing that Kohen Gadol serves with, the Mashuach Milhama Kohen, he ju- they just ask him the questions. Tanu Rabbanah Ketzat Charlie and how they ask Ashoel Panaf Klape Anishal. The king, for example, comes to ask that the Urim Tumim is facing the Kohen Gadol Vanishal and the Kohen Gadol Panaf Klape Shechina. His face is towards the Shechina. Rashi explains he's looking at the Hoshen, and the Rambam says he's facing the Aron. Hashoel Omer. Let's uh, let's use the king uh, David, for example. Erdof Ahaya Gadud Azeh Shre Chase this army Vanishal Omer. And the Kohen Gadol answers him, Ko Amar Hashem, Aleh Ve'atzlach, Go and succeed. Rabbi Yudah Omer, En Sarich Lomar Ko Amar Hashem, You don't need Ko Amar Hashem, Ela, Just Aleh Ve'atzlach, Go up and succeed. En Shualin Bekol, You don't ask in a loud voice, Other people get here, Shneemar Ve'sha'alo, You have to be Dafka Lo, And not uh, to other people. Ve'lo Me'arher, But you can't think it, Be'libo, In his heart. You have to actually say it, Shneemar Ve'sha'alo, Lifne Hashem. And then it says Alpiv Yetzu and it has to be Alpiv. Ela Kedar Shamra Hana Bitfilatalak Hana's Tvilash Nimar Vihana Himidabet Alibash. She's talking in her heart. And just her lips are moving, but nobody hears her voice. In Shalim, Shinedvarim Kehad, don't ask two things to the Urimetumim at once. The Im Shaal and Mahzirin Ela Ehad, they only answer him one. The En Mahzirin Lo Ela Rishon, they only answer the first question. Shinemar. David asked the Urim Vitumim, two questions. Will the people of Ka'ila hand me over to Shaul? And number two, he asked, Shaul. Will Shaul come? And the Urim Vitumim answered, Shaul is coming. Now, wait a second. First, didn't we say that Urim Vitumim answer the first one? They hear the answer to the second question. Rather, the Gemara explains, David Sha'al Shelo Kaseder. David asked out of order, Vehazir Lo Kaseder. And they answered him, the one between answered him in order. Vehavan Shadad Shesha'al Shelo Kaseder. And once David understood that he asked not in order, Hazar Vishal Kaseder, he went back and asked in order, Shinemar Hayasgiru Baalek Ila Oti, Vetanashaviyat Shaul, Vayomer Shimazgiru. Because afterwards he realized he made a mistake and Shaul is coming. Then he asked, will the people of Baalek Ka'ila hand me over? And the Urim Vitumim said yes. Now, And if whatever matter he was asking needs two answers, they would give him two. 
Ha'asigen, will I, should I chase them and sh- will I win? Bayomer lo redov ki asek tasig vatzel tasil. And Adonim Yitumim told them, go chase them because you're going to win and you're going to save. Even though if a Navi gave a decree, it can go back. But Urim Tumim says something doesn't go back. There's the judgment of the Urim. The fact they use judgment doesn't go back. Why are they called Urim Tumim? Urim Shemeirin Divrahim. That they illuminate its words. That's how it explains. Tumim Shemashlimin Divrahim. Tumim, from the word Tam, it completes, it fulfills its words. Why wasn't the Urim Betumim correct by the story of Pilegesh Bagiv'ad? They came day one, they asked and they lost. They asked day one and they lost. What's going on? So like my answer is, They did not check with the Urim Betumim whether they'll be winning or not. Will we win or will we be won? So the first two times they asked, it just said Alu Elav Baharunashi Bihanu. But the last time uh, they asked, Are we going to win? And one of them said, Yes, you're going to win. Kimaharatin Uyadecha. Then he schemed. Then the, everything uh, went, was complete. The one of them was right. Shinemar, Ophin Hasbin, Alazar, Ben Aaron, Omedi Fanav, Bayamim, Ayam, Lemor. Haosif, Od, let's say it, Lamil Hamash. We continue going out. I'm Ben Ebiyamin, Ahi, Imhdal, Shaista, Vayomer Hashem, Alu, Kimaharatin Uyadecha. Now the Gemara asks, "Ketzad Naaset, how was the Urim Betumim? Uh, how did it work?" Rabbi Yochanan Omer Boltot. Rabbi Yochanan said they would come out. The letters that of the answer would like protrude. They would come out. Rishlakish Omer Mitztarfot. They would join together. They would form words. Now the Gemara uh, asks, "V'halokativ behuutzadi?" But how is it possible the entire uh, the entire Hoshan doesn't have the word the letter Tzadi? Amar of Shmuel by Yitzhak, Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Ketiv Sham. So you do have a tzaddik. Veha lo Ketiv Tet is not Tet. Amar of Ahab, Yaakov, Shiftei Yeshurin Un, Ketiv Sham. It has the word Shiftei Yeshurin Un, and Shiftei has the letter Tet. So you're good. Now the Gemara asks, Mentive, we are understanding up until now that the Kohen Gadol, they would, it would get asked a question, and Durim Vitumim would, uh, whatever it is, uh, put the letters together, and he would be able to read it. But on the other hand, we have a bright talk and shenom da be beruha kodesh ushina shora alav and shalin bo. Any kohen that doesn't have ruha kodesh doesn't speak the language of the shina, the shina is not on him. Don't ask him why. Share shal tzadok. When David came to tzadok and asked him to run him to mim, it worked. Eviatar velo altalo. Eviatar didn't work. Shine emar, vayal eviatar atom kolaam. And the famous drasha is that his kehuna left him. He wasn't uh, understanding the Ruach HaKodesh anymore. They asked, uh, they asked, he asked to read it didn't work anymore. And you see that you need Ruach HaKodesh. It's not enough just to be able to read it. So the Gemara explains, If he was a Tzaddik, then the Urim Vitumim would help him out by either lighting up, popping out, coming together. Now, we learned in Mishnah, Only the king can ask, How do we know that? And that Pasuk ends up, And the Gemara is Doresh, That's the king. That's Meshuach, 
that uh, they go out with him. V'chol ha'ida, zo Sanhedrin. That's Sanhedrin. Hadran, Allah, Baruch, Kohen, Gadol. And now we are starting the eighth perik of Masechet Yoma. Now we know in the Torah it says five times you have to suffer in Yom Kippur and Ha'achamim were doish the five things that you suffer with. The five Inuyim. And therefore, Yom HaKippurim, Asur Bachilah Shtiyanah, that eat or drink. Uber Chitzah, no bathing. Ubsicha, smearing oil. Leather shoes, a person with his wife, uh, king or a bride could wash their face, and you just gave birth, in all the sandals she could wear leather shoes, the very big If a person eats a size of a big date with uh, with its uh, pit. So, uh, then you would be hayav karet v'ashotem melo lugma when a person drinks a mouthful that also hayav karet kol ha'ochelin mitztarfin lekakotevet all foods can combine to make a size of a kakotevet a date and to make someone hayav karet so if you eat uh, one uh, rice and you eat uh, bread and together it reaches a kakotevet kagasa you'd be hayav v'chol ha'mashkim mitztarfin lemelo lugma and the same thing all types of liquids. Uh, combined to make a melolugav and ha'ochel veshote and metzarfin. So ochel, food and liquid do not combine together to make someone hayav karet. Food is food, liquid is liquid. And the Gemara starts right away. It says asur. It sounds like yom kippurim is asur ba'achila. What do you talking about? Is asur? It's 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 worse. It's anush karetu. It's it should be hayav, not the word asur. So the Gemara explains, Amar Rabbi Elav, Itemar Lo Nitzcha El Hatsi Shior. The word Asur is coming to me that even half a Shior, half of a Kekotevet Agasa, is also Asur. Now that's Anicha Lemande Amar Hatsi Shior Asum in the Torah. That works perfect with the Rabbi who holds that half of something that is Asur is Asur from the Torah. But according to the rabbi who holds that half a shiur is mutar, so in this case, eating half the size of a kakotevet on Yom Kippur is allowed from the Torah. What would he say? The Gemara brings the machloket down. Half the size of anything is asur. Rabbi Yohanan Amar asur mina Torah. Rabbi Yohanan holds it's asur from the Torah. Rabbi Yohanan Amar mutar mina Torah. It's mutaf matura. And Hanihal Rabbi Yohanan. All this makes sense according to Rabbi Yohanan who said that it's Asur Minatura. Perfect. I understand why. But according to Rish Lakish who says mutar my ikalimimar, how is he going to explain all this? So the Gmarian says, not Moderish Lakish, Shah Asur Midrabanan. Rish Lakish admits Rabbi Yohanan that half a shiur is Asur Midrabanan. And therefore, you could say our Mishnah is talking about Hatsi Shior, and the Hidush over here, according to Rish Lakish, would be Asur Midrabanan. So, the Gemara asks, Ihachi, if that's the case, we're talking about a Hatsi Shior, and it's Midrabanan, according to Rish Lakish, if someone ate half a Shior of something, he shouldn't be Hayav on a Korban Shevu'ah. A korban shevua is if a person swore to eat or not eat something, and he di- went against his swear. He has to bring a korban or a veored. So he shouldn't be hayav korban shevua. But alama, uh, you really should spell this with the hey, I, but I but spelled with an aleph. It means why over here. Alama tanan. Why did we learn our mishnah in shevua? Shevua shelo'ah. If a person swore that he won't eat, ve'achal nevelot trefot shkatzim v'asim hayav. And he ate nevelot, refot, uh, bugs, or anything that's not kosher. Hayav, Rabbi Shimon, is poter. 
and we asked over there, Amai Hayav, why is he Hayav? Mushvah Gaomed Mehasinayu. He already swore on Harsinai that he's not going to eat all these not kosher things. And the Shavu'ah is not even hal. It doesn't even take effect on these things. And we explained, Rav Shmuel and Rabbi Yohanan, they all three of them say, You swore that you're not going to eat things that you're allowed to eat with things that you're not allowed to eat. So you swore that you're not going to eat Basar Shehuta with Basar Nevela. So since it takes effect on the things that are mutar to eat, it, it, then it takes effect also on things that are asur. Vinesh Lakish, Amar Lakish answered the questions, why you hayav on Nevelot Refoch Katsim Masim if you already swore from Har Sinai? So Rosh Lakish answers, the only way you could find this Isur, if a person explicitly said, I, I swear I'm not going to eat half of his Shi'ur, and according to Rabbanan, which is a stam, a regular shavuah, which you didn't uh, explain what you swore on, usually you're mitkaven to a full, complete shi'ur uh, of whatever you're going to eat. So let's say kakotevet, kasak, hezayit, revit, whatever the case may be, as a full one. So according to Rabbanan, you have to explicitly say we're talking about half a shi'ur, or bistam, or we're talking about where you just said uh, as is, uh, you just swore I'm not going to eat. We're going according to Rabbi Akiva. When a person swears that he won't eat, he's swearing even a little tiny bit, nowhere near a full shi'ur. According to Rabbi Akiva, you'd be hayav. Now, bottom line is what do you see according to Rishlakish? That even less than a shi'ur, the shavu'ah is hal, but only midrabanan, and the question still stands. How, according to Rish Lakish, are you hayav a korban on something that is only midrabanan? And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.